let all the other names fade away. All the other voices too. We, we come apart and we come together again, again on Sunday to try to help our lives resonate with His voice, to, to hear Him clearly, to hear Him distinctively from all those other voices that clamor in our heads and in our lives. You know, I, I've heard that uh, bees buzz and the winds blow, even in the cities. But often it's not until we get the, into the countryside that we hear them in, in that quiet. There's a place in worship for quiet too. A place where we hear a singular voice. And when we spend time aligning ourselves with him, we, we can gain guidance that we could not come by otherwise. Anybody need guidance? Need some direction? I remember one time, that was true for me, I was in uh, Hobbs, New Mexico. I had just driven there and was now the uh, summer youth worker for First United Methodist Church, Hobbs, New Mexico. This little 40, 50, well, we have some folks from Hobbs here, 40 or 50,000 uh, people, uh, the Thompsons are from there. We uh, uh, and, and I was the summer youth director, and uh, I remember my first assignment the first day. Uh, the associate pastor that was my mentor said, go find the kids. And I said, what do you mean? He says, our kids are all in the community. Here's some of the addresses. Go find the kids. And I thought, okay, challenging but simple. I can do that. And, and so I got in my car, and this was before the days of GPS. Okay? It wasn't just plug it in and you'll get there. All right? I was in a new town, had no idea how it was laid out, had no idea how to find these kids. I had heard about some spots that they hung out in, and, and, and so I just drove down to the corner, and it was a small town, people walking around, and I asked a guy, I said, do you know where such and such a place is? And he says, sure I do. And I said, well, I'm new to town, can you give me directions? And he said something interesting. I, I didn't in the next moments become any more aware of where I was going than I had been before, but I was certain that I would get to my destination. He said this. He said, well, I can tell you how to get there, but it's a little bit complicated. I'm going that direction. Why don't I just get in the car with you? Okay, this was the 1980s, okay? So it was, it was a little bit different time. I wouldn't suggest this <laughs> nowadays, maybe. But, uh, you know, but I, I, I was a 17-year-old kid and uh, probably didn't know better anyway. I said, sure, get in the car. And he jumps in the car with me, and sure enough, I just drove, and he said, now take it right here, and you're coming up to the left, take a left there, and we wove through some back streets of town and eventually got to the hangout spot where the kids were. He got out of the car and walked on. Guidance. Sometimes it comes in the form of words and understandings. Maybe it's a street address. Maybe it's something specific to do in your life. Maybe it's some decision that you're gaining clarity on as you spend time with the Lord. Other times, what God wants most of all is for us to just recognize He's in the seat next to us. And as long as we've got Him, we've got something better than GPS. Right? That man got out of my car that day. 
And he walked on. I thank God I can trust the Lord Jesus never to have done so with me. There's times I forget he's in the seat. There's times I rely on other sources of guidance, often to my regret. But we start this service this morning with communion. The reminder that he's not in a tomb, that he's right here in our midst. We can feed on his grace, feed on his presence, be empowered by his very person that we become aware of through this meal already lives within us. I need guidance. I need a partner to navigate the uncertainties of this life. Maybe you do too. Maybe right now is the time to throw open the door and let God take his place. Maybe it's a time in the midst of all this week and its disorientation to remember that God is still right there. Listen. He wants to guide you. On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread. And he gave thanks to you, our Father. And he broke the bread. And he gave it to his disciples. And he said, take and eat. This is my body given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples. And he said, take and drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant. The new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we do this in remembrance of you. We pray that these symbols would enact what they signify a communion with your very spirit. We pray, Lord God, that your spirit would not just be upon these elements, this juice and this bread, but your spirit would make us aware of your very presence in our lives. Quicken us, Lord, to the fact that we don't travel this road alone. Remind us that daddy's in the car. Even as we pray to you, our Abba, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.